kick off hour number three of the program. It's brought to you by the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. Check them out online at tvacreditunion.com and become a member. It's the official credit union of three and out. Right back to the Big Orange Philly phone lines. We've got Matthew up next. What's up, Matthew? You're on three and out. Hey, happy Friday, guys. How are you feeling? Great. Pumped. Excited. Yeah, you're you're a hundred dollars richer. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> um, guys, I think it's interesting about this weekend's matchup with Texas. Um, it feels like, and this is literally down here in Dallas, they don't care. Like it's it's honestly interesting living down here in like the metropolitan of Dallas, where you have TCU fans, Texas A and M fans, you have Baylor fans, you have Arkansas fans. And at this time of year, they just they, they check out mentally. And what's interesting in Knoxville, like on Saturdays, you can see orange everywhere. Game day shuts down the city almost in a way. But like even during football season, it's just don't let a Texas fan lie to you and say that they have this passionate fan base. They really don't. Like it, I had my buddy go down there to Austin last year, and they could care less about basketball. They could care less about their football team. They just they don't. I, I'm honestly amazed at how many people think Texas is this like big, powerful future Alabama, but it's it's very much overblown. Hmm. I will say I think the environment around Texas basketball games has improved significantly since they opened their new arena this year. But I totally agree. I mean, it was like Rick Barnes returning last year. I think it was a sellout, but I mean, it it was dead. No one seemed to care. Yeah. No, I, my buddy that went there, he said literally it was like it, it, it was like Vanderbilt of Texas. They just did not care. Like they they were not even like into the game. He said that you could literally his seats. There were like six seats next to him, wide open. Like nobody was there. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what do y'all think about this SEC Big Twelve Challenge? Have y'all looked at some of the games, the matchups. Yeah, Nate's made his prediction, and Hickman's made his. I mean, the Big 12 is, the, I mean, as much as I hated on Texas this morning, it is still the, the best conference for basketball. But I've got a bet with one of our buddies in the group, and I actually do think the SEC is going to win a, a handful of games. I think it's, I think I see at least five games that they win. What did you end up going with, Nate? 6-4? 7-3. For the Big 12? Yeah. I'm 6-4. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't you walk that back a little bit, though? Didn't you end up saying, like, oh, some of these are a little closer than I thought? I no, it was the other forward. way. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going pretty even, and then I started looking about it. I was like, ah, and then you like, said eight two. Yeah, like the Big Twelve. Yeah, no, I'm hedging to get to seven three. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they start off strong. I mean, I think Alabama takes care of Oklahoma. I think Arkansas. Uh, I think actually, I, think they, I I really like Arkansas over Baylor. I think Baylor's due for for a letdown after their big win on Monday. And then, I mean, Auburn gets West Virginia. I think Auburn takes that one. So you start off strong with three wins, but then it gets a little dicey with. Florida at Kansas State, Kansas at Kentucky, Texas Tech at LSU. Those are probably losses. But um, I think Auburn. I, mean, the I think three, Auburn loses. I think Arkansas loses also. Hmm. I think Bruce See, is dropping I don't know two in a row. The Auburn matchup. Well, it's two teams that are both struggling, so it'll be it'll be weird. But uh, if it was at Auburn, I'd probably flip the pick. I mean, that's close. they just lost at Auburn. Oh, I know, but now they're having to go to West Virginia. Well, I guess Nate's point is you can't count out the bear. I mean, he's a lovable guy. You just can't count him out. Mm, something like that. I li- I do like Huggy Bear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you think um, Kentucky's going to win? What? 
I, I think they got a pretty good shot. Kansas yeah. has been bad lately. I know. And Kentucky's kind of found something. It wouldn't shock me if it goes 8 to either direction, though, honestly. Like, yeah. It's hard to. I think there's a lot of toss up It's hard games. to identify, good, you know, who's going to play well on a given night in college basketball right now. Mm-hmm. TCU's going to be bad for though. sure, right? Well, I'll give you back some time. I guess my final thought on this matchup with Texas is if we win on Saturday, does are you are you sold anymore? Do you buy in anymore? Or is it just kind of like, okay, good, you needed to be up Texas. They didn't have their coach. Mm. Thanks for the call, Matthew. I'll, I'll feel better, but I'm not going to be out if we lose either. It's a good game. I mean, it's a big, you know. Well, I mean, it, the – the best case scenario for Tennessee is you just have a monster regular season. You get the number one seed, and you don't you don't really you know you only face a couple real tests like on the way to the Final Four. And mm. if you can just get over that hump and play really well in those games instead of either losing a close one because of coaching malpractice or not showing up, then boom, you've you've gotten over the hump. I mean mm. that's that's what's possible. That's what's at stake. So I mean, it's a huge game. If you if you it's to Houston's point though. If you lose it, it's not that big of a deal either. I mean, there's unless you're Hickman, there's still an mm-hmm. opportunity to run the table in or, or close to it in the SEC. Still be a one or at least a two or win the conference regular season. All that stuff's in front of you. So it's just a great opportunity, and I think that's why I'm so excited about it. All right, let's grab Roberto up next on the Big Orange Philly phone lines. What's up, Roberto? Hi, great call by Matthew there. <clears throat> Nate, I'm a little disappointed, but I think you're probably right as well. I, I think, I just think top to bottom, you know, after looking at it after my call yesterday, that the, the Big 12 is better than the SEC top to bottom. The, the SEC is pretty top heavy, frankly. Uh, the, the three best teams in the SEC are probably going to win. Uh, and then from there, you could lose every one of them. I mean, Florida's not good. Hand to God, guys, I can't remember the name of Florida's coach. Uh, Todd Golden. There we go. Yeah. Was he the guy? Uh, where was he before that? San Francisco. Ah, uh, yeah, he was with Bath, yeah, and they made a run last year. They were pretty good. They were fun to watch. Okay. <laughs> well, my thought is is yeah, tomorrow is not going to be a great day for the SEC, but it's going to be a great day for Tennessee. Uh, I thought Matthew was dead on. Um, they're a football crazed fan base. I'll give them that. They show out for football down at Texas, but they don't show out for anything else. Hmm. Um, you would think they'd show up for their baseball team. They don't really sell out their baseball stadium. Uh, they don't sell out their basketball arena. And and this is where I was actually going with that when he said that. It made me think of this. That atmosphere for Tennessee, Texas last year, Rick Barnes deserved better. Was that not and a big, was that not I, a big crowd? I mean, it was big, but I think there it was were quiet. A though. lot of sold tickets with people not showing up, hmm. and then I just the crowd mm-hmm. was not into it. Not at all. And I mean, it was kind of a bad basketball game, but yeah. I think Rick Barnes may just take it out on them tomorrow, and I kind of hope he does. I'd be fine with that. I hope, he takes mm-hmm. out, I hope he takes out almost two decades of frustration with that fan base and just pounds their eyeballs into jelly. Um, Gino Oriema, also known as uh, Luigi. Isn't Luigi a perfect name for him? Luigi always played uh, second fiddle to Mario, and while, while Pat was with it, he always played second fiddle to Pat. Kind of a beautiful image when you think about it, guys. Um, Holly Rowe didn't survive cancer twice to be treated like that. Yeah, like, did he think she was going to go, like, run to the refs and be like, guess what Gino said? Like, I, like, what's the point there? Well, the second half, it, it, it kind of looked like she might have. That's a good I'm not point. Sure. 
but I mean, what is, what is she gonna do? Why why be a Richard to her? Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't. That made no sense. What did what did she do? I mean, my wife was sitting there agape, just uh, totally aghast. She was like, "Why do you do? Why are you me? Like you don't you don't have to be rude." He chose to do that, and he should be reprimanded. By the way, I'm not in the big cancel culture guy. And I get heat in a moment, but that's ridiculous. It just made no it, sense. Like, there's a way to get that exact point across without going at Holly Rowe and making her yeah. feel like, oh, how, how do I fix it? How do I fix? It? Like, like she asked a dumb question. It's like you had a big lead. No, you don't actually, anymore. She did her job. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know what the hell that was about. I think it's about him being a little man, and you know, and I, I say I'm, I'm whatever, but he's a male hairdresser. He's he's a man in a woman's dominated game, and I think he's always had a little man complex. I think that's what it is. I swear, I love it. He says, "This is what you get when you come here." The hell are you talking about? The first quarter of that game, I, I can't believe I'm talking about women's basketball, but I actually watched it. The first quarter of that game, they literally got every call. Yep, no call, and they banked in three shots over 15 feet, including a three. Everything went their way, and he was complaining. Well, it was going one way, and then it switched. It's like, yeah, because they realized how over overly officious they were in your favor. Hmm. How many how many more walks are we going to see without a call in college basketball in general? That, that's that's the thing that popped. I, I always thought men's college basketball officiating was bad until I watched women's. Yeah, Nate, you didn't watch it. You should see the new double euro step that they're allowing in the women's uh, game. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. You can get from the half court to the goal without taking a dribble. Basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you know, it was like the cute watching the Cupid shuffle, right? Houston, <laughs> cha-cha real smooth, uh-huh. except you take like 14 steps. It was unreal. Um, guys, we're going to win tomorrow. Uh, I think we're going to win big, too. Uh, what was the final? What's the final tally going into Friday on the line? I hadn't heard that yet today. I haven't seen a line all week. Yeah, they they usually yeah. do that day of or day before. That's okay. That's why I figured it was out. I'd say it's going to be somewhere fall between eight and a half and nine and a half. And man, I think Tennessee covers that. I think Tennessee's going to bludgeon Texas tomorrow. I think, and then you know how I feel, guys. So that means lay the house on Texas to cover and probably win outright. Yeah, but, there you go. Uh, I mean, I, I just I, there's no way this team's going to let Rick Barnes down two years in a row, right? I sure hope there's not. no way. Like they let him down last year. He wanted to win that game bad. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, uh, love you guys. Love Fridays. Love Fridays on the show. Excellent show. Take care. Appreciate it, bud. Thanks for the call. The uh, Kim Palm number is eight, so I'm hmm. sure the line will be seven and a half, eight, or eight and a half. It always is right there. We'll come back with more. Three and out next. Toy Green. I know we're talking a lot of basketball, but uh, notice this list. Figured I'd throw it out for you guys. Um, top 100 pro football focus players from last season. Hendon Hooker comes in at 15th out of all the players getting graded out. 
says, Hooker's torn ACL doesn't take away from his magical season. As Tennessee had the best offense in the country from a yard and points per game perspective, Hooker was the one leading the charge for the Vols with 32 total touchdowns and only two interceptions on the season. He also finished second in the nation in passer rating, only behind C.J. Stroud. He also had Jalen Hyatt at 25. Hyatt won the Blitnikoff Award this season after leading the nation with 156.5 uh, passer rating when targeted. So when we were throwing at Hyatt, it was money. Yep. His 15 receiving touchdowns also led the Power Five. Now, a lot of that production was schemed as his 77.4 grade barely ranked top 50 among college football wide receivers. So this isn't off, straight off the numbers. This is them, you know, hedging it. He only forced – he only faced press coverage on 31 snaps this season. Still, his elite speed was a nightmare for SEC defenses all season. I concur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to be missed. Do we think um, like Squirrel can fill that speed role? Speed, yes. No, I don't know about the production. That's a lot of production. Well, yeah. That's Joe Milton's favorite target right there. Yep. Because he gets open deep and he can just chuck oh. it underneath him. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see him catch that slant in the end zone, though, that deep cross. Yeah. That was good. That's That was a route that I was like, man, if he could get that, not not talking about Joe, talking about Squirrel, like if he's comfortable running that with that speed, like you can get open as long as there's not a safety over the top. And if he catches a slant in stride, he's taken to the house. Yeah, just absolutely gone. And he's got more... I don't know, like, if you put them side-by-side side and ran a 40, who'd be faster, but Squirrel's definitely got more side-to-side quickness. Mm. Like, he's got a little more probably juke after the catch than Hyatt had. Hyatt was just basically like a glider. Super fast, but Squirrel's got some wiggle, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, on, the, on the gridiron this weekend, uh, both games on Sunday, 49ers at Eagles, 3 o'clock on Fox, and then following that, 6.30 on CBS, the Bengals versus the Chiefs. I can't take the Eagles. You can't take the Chiefs. Is that right? I can't take the Bengals or the Chiefs. Oh, so you're going again? You can't take the Bengals or the Chiefs? Mm-mm. So I've got to pick the winner of Sam Fran Philly. Hmm. Yep. But I get to go first, right? Yep. What do you do? I can't like block you I mean I can't take the Eagles so you can take the favorite in that game if I take the 49ers but that would end it right there mm-hmm. or I gotta try and pick Make it the fun. AFC game and just let you have both options to try and pick the right NFC win I guess it's all on my plate here isn't it, it certainly it is balls in my court as they say as they say it's a tough one it is. If Mahomes was healthy, I really would have. Mm-hmm. I think I'd avoid the AFC Championship game altogether for sure, and just take the 49ers. But with Didn't the Bengals, take the Niners. Really, I can't take the Eagles. Okay. But because Mahomes is banged up, I'm tempted to take the Bengals, and then just force you to pick. And I guess if you miss and I miss, then you know, I'm just done though. And Purdy's probably the worst quarterback of the four still left, right? Or do you think he's... We don't know. He might be the best. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles are on fire. Yeah, it helps yeah they are. They yeah, look really are. good. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, though, is an absolute god on offense. It's a really tough call. Yes, it is. 
Ah, uh, I, I, in a weird way, man, I can't believe I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna like pick against my gut. You know how you have a gut feeling? You're like, it's just wrong. Sure. Give me the Chiefs. All right. I feel like I I feel like I really want to take the Bengals, and I'm gonna pick against my own gut. I can't take the 49ers. I don't blame you. I just can't because I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah. Well, now if the 49ers win, I'll you'll be out anyway. So it was gonna be that. Well, you could be out too. Well, I could, but I would definitely would have been out if the Eagles won. Yeah. So now this at least gives me a chance. I was just torn on which one to take. Cincinnati and Casey. I love the story for the 49ers. I think they're a very good team. I just think the Eagles are hot. You got to go to Philly. It's a lot of travel. Yeah. And as good as their defense is, the Eagles just have a lot of weapons. That's true. It's true. And honestly, if if Burrow and the Bengals win, I'll be happy. So I'll be. Yeah, if the 49ers win, I won't. I definitely won't be upset. I mean, I'll be mad yeah. that I'm out of NFL eliminator. Like, I think I would like to see the Bengals win the whole thing now. If I had a, if I have to pick a rooting yeah. interest, I don't I hear love you. any of these teams. I think the Super Bowl is going to be good no matter who you get out of the four. Yeah, because if the 49ers beat the Eagles, that means they played a, a hell of a game. Yeah, I think they're the best all around team though. Best offense. Yeah, best defense. So that's the question: is like, but but quarterbacks more so much more important than every other position. They're they're the most well rounded, I guess. But the other three quarterbacks. I are would so say dynamic. that's the only reason. Eagle besides being the home team, I'd say that's the only reason they're favored in that game. The Eagles over the 49ers, just based on quarterbacks. Well, they just played so well last week too. Um, yeah, and they've been the most Has consistent team all all season. Become quarterback. <laughs> Undefeated, he was a finalist for offensive rookie of the year. Rightfully so. I think he should win it. Did he play great last week, though? I feel like they just kind of lean on the defense in the run game. He made a couple good plays, good decisions. So his thing is he doesn't make mistakes, mm-hmm. which is a big part of being successful. He'll throw a pick six. So <laughs> this, this is funny real quick. Uh, VFL Jess 82 tweeted a picture of the Lady Vols game last night, and she got a picture of Holly Rose's face after the interview with Gino, and she is like, it's like what the heaviest cringe I've ever seen. She's just like, yeah, like that. Yikes! What a punk! Which game are you more excited about? Bengals Chiefs for me. Yeah, me too. Forty nine. Just to see if, me. just to see if yeah, Mahomes Eagles. can go on the ankle. Yeah. And obviously Joe Burrow. I mean, he's what three and zero, four and zero against Mahomes. Three and zero. Yeah. What? Some, they call him Joey. I can't do it as well as some people, but it's pretty cool if you can do it right. What the hell are you talking about? Joe Burrow. Eagles are calling it Burrow. They call it what? Burrowhead. Joey. Burrow. I, I can't do it. Like So it's not going to sound the same, but. Okay. You've never heard anybody say that? Or no. That? No, I don't even know what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. hmm. 49ers for me, that's the game to watch. Okay. It's on Fox. Yes, not FS1, so you're good. Yeah, the NFL, like NFL on Fox is a lot different than college hoops on Fox or football on Fox. Yeah, it's done right. I wouldn't watch the Super Bowl if it was on FS1. Yes, you would. <laughs> we'll come back. Yes, you, you absolutely would. You're a liar.
Hour three continues. Live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, Fan Run Radio. Pick up some White Claw Hard Seltzer. Except for the weekend. Big game tomorrow. Big NFL games on Sunday. Uh, the Panthers hired Frank Wright as their new head coach. Trying to bring back the magic. He was their first quarterback in franchise history. That's pretty good. What could go wrong? Team. I just, I mean, like. When did they start the franchise? Um, Had to be like 96-ish. I'll look it up. But uh, they, 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 their training camp is where I'm from. And I was in maybe middle school or maybe between 8th and ninth grade when they started. Um, 95 was their first season. So it was really cool because they did a lot of stuff to try and bond with the fans and. Um, they had success in year two. They were actually in the NFC, the NFC West because the divisions were weird back then. And uh, they just kind of had a really good defense and won some games there in year year two, and then uh, made the playoffs. Went twelve and four, made the playoffs, and beat the Cowboys. And then. Uh, because they had the bye, that put them in the NFC Championship game. So year two of the franchise history, they went to Lambeau to play in the you know Final Four this weekend. Essentially, didn't win that game, and then um, then kind of just were were very mediocre for a while until Jake Delhomme. What'd you call him? Jake Delhomme. 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 So Joe Burrow is three and zero in road playoff games. Uh, looking to go to four and zero this weekend, he has more road playoff wins than Peyton Manning and Joe Montana. Hmm. Who does? Joe Burrow. He's three and zero. Peyton and Joe Montana each only had two playoff road wins in their career. That's really? kind of a it's loaded stat. If you're good enough to get the ones, eh, okay. Peyton two road. Is that right? Two ever for Peyton? That can't be. Nah, that can't be right. This is what Jonathan Jones, lead NFL insider for NFL on CBS, says. Well, if you trust him. Uh, Jake DeLome had four as well in his career. Hmm. Well, good for Joey B. Just got to get the Super Bowl <laughs> Jake, now. Del- Jake DeLome is actually the only NFL quarterback ever to go 4-0 and in his first four NFL road games. Joe Burrow was looking Do you remember that second. year he came back and was awful? Did he get hurt and come back and he was I mean he that was like Hickman you probably younger remember that. He had like a magic two or three year run with yeah, the Panthers. Yeah, it was like Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, also Super Bowl is Throwing there. to Steve Smith, Musim Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Uh just lost to Tom Brady. That's just what it was. Yeah, real tough so tough out. He went set he went 11 and 5 in 05. Kick the ball out of bounds. Mm. Kickoff. Went seven and six in 06. He got hurt in 07, only played three games, then came back in 08 and went twelve and four. Maybe he got benched for somebody and then came back in and was just I mean, abysmal. I've never seen a quarterback that good fall off that fast, like in his like age prime. Mm. Yeah. So Frank Reich's obviously a quarterback guy, so right now he's projected or Carolina's projected Will Levis. <laughs> So Will Levis is going to go to the Colts or the former coach of the Colts, 
Brilliant. The Panthers take Will Levis. I mean, what are you doing? Or anybody. I mean, it could be anybody before that, though. I mean, some people put him at one. Perfect. I mean, like, Perfect. crazy. Beautiful. He's just, like he's guaranteed any of those teams that need a quarterback to be there. Anybody I just, yeah, I don't see it. I mean, I, I I think he's got talent. I just think if you're looking for he's your like day. He's like Andy Dalton. He's like, he's like round two, you know? I mean, if you're looking for a day one starter, he's not the guy. I mean, Sam Darnold, I mean, he's a free agent for them, but I feel like he'd be <laughs> give him another chance. I mean, he was hurt all the all year. It seemed like he was pretty good towards the end of the year when he did come back decent. I mean, but still. I can't wait to watch Will Levis go somewhere. Just, yeah, just, just yeah. to watch it all unfold. Mm-hmm. Like he'll, he'll, he'll wow in minicamp, and he'll be so good in the preseason practices. Then the games will start, and he'll just be a nightmare. At least that first season. If Hooker hadn't gotten hurt, we're realistically, I mean, was he late second, early third? Yeah, that sounds about right. Mid to late second, probably. like he's way more accurate and i mean maybe it's just the product of the system he's in i mean well definitely even, some of that like his decision making though is nearly flawless yeah i mean i'm just i, I know like he's Kyle older this is i mean i guess he's just huge and got Char- charlie campbell as well left going seven to the raiders and not even being there nine yeah that wouldn't yeah, be I mean, bad what, well they're looking the for Panthers they're Anthony looking for a quarter <laughs> will levis sitting behind tom brady for a season <laughs> Wouldn't be bad. So you've already got Tom penciled into the Raiders, huh? I thought he was looking at schools in Miami. Yeah, he, who knows? But hopefully it's Miami. Miami of Ohio. <laughs> yeah. He's going to Cleveland. Oh, God. Replace Deshaun Watson. Nah. Uh, Brown's gear wouldn't look good on me. It's orange. It's rust. No, it's not. Texas is rust. Eh, Cleveland Browns are rust as well. No, they're not. The like the brown, the orange. It's not. No, it's rust orange. No, it's like no, it's not. No, it's like hunter orange. Rust. Texas is rust orange. It's burnt. I mean, that's the yeah. Like that's the no. It's pretty similar in my mind. Are you mixing orange and brown together in your head to create rust? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just when I look at the Cleveland Browns, I just think rust. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to yeah, say. When I look yeah, at I Texas. I kind of think of sweet potatoes hmm. or yams. As we found out, there is a difference. Uh, Nate, I'm gonna hand this to you. <laughs> I don't know what to do with him, man. You think of sweet know. potatoes when you look at Texas, but not, but baby food sweet potatoes. Ba- oh, okay, <laughs> not the grown-up version of the sweet potato. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Good to know. We should have him do this for every NFL team, you know, when it's real slow in the summer. What do you think of when you think of the Packers? Broccoli or cheese? <laughs> or both? Uh, broccoli, che- broccoli cheese soup. It, it's Yeah, it's cheese. Oh, cheese. Okay. Broccoli cheddar soup. How about the Panthers and their kind of tealish blue and black? Like, that's a toughie. Snow cones, maybe? <laughs> You're good at it too, yeah. Snow what? Snow cone. Oh. That was the only thing I could think of with, like, a weird, weird teal blue color. Like maybe the blue raspberry, you know. That's a good one. <laughs> like a chocolate raspberry ice cream, uh, uh, yeah. raspberry chocolate chip. Okay. I think of uh, like minerals when I see the Steelers, or like diamonds and just like jewels or whatever you want to call them. You don't see like 
Steel? Steel. <laughs> no. <laughs> like skyscraper, like half built. Well, like if you're looking at the helmets from afar, you just see the uh, oh, you just see the colors on it, and just can't really tell what they are. What about the Bengals? What do you see when you look at them? Oh, that one's pretty obvious. I think a Tony the Tiger. Cheetos. Tony the Tiger. Yep. From the commercials. Yeah, man, I got it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Raiders. It's kind of like uh, I think of uh, Star Wars. The uh, who are the people in like the desert? Oh, the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, I think that's what I think of. It's, I mean, it's kind of in the name, but like Forty ers It's kind of a hard one. Just think of Jerry Rice. And that I awful, picture that gold that digger from city. Toy Story 2. I haven't seen it. Huh. He's the, uh, God, what's it called? The Toy Story 2. Oh, the, the Prospector. Yeah, the Prospector. He's got like his, you know, his pick, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Gold Rush, 49ers. Makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I do hate how logos have been becoming... Like nowadays, what have they been becoming? Yeah, what what are you talking about? What a great sentence there! You know, so you know how like back in the <laughs> I day, I hate how they have been becoming. You know how back in the day, like the logos were actually like what the mascot was. Like, oh yeah, Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves are a great example of this. It's actually a it's actually a Timberwolf. Like how the Phoenix Suns have a gorilla as their mascot. Like, like, makes no sense. No, like now instead of actually making the animal, they just have some computer programming guy just like put mm. sharp angles and lines together and form it without actually mm. being what it is. I see. I see. It's a it's a shame. Our picks next final segment of the program Texas Tennessee showdown. Final segment of the day of the week. Let's get you set for the weekend. Two big NFL playoff games, both coin flips, and the big one, of course, 6 o'clock. College basketball, ESPN. Tomorrow, Texas coming into Thompson Bowling Arena. To tip it off against Rick Barnes and the boys. Tickets as low as $48 is what it says here. If you want to. Surprised that Kansas State has the highest ticket price of all these games. They're playing a scrub. I guess they're excited about their top five basketball team. Won't be top five come Monday. It's a good point. Mm. Here's the lineup. Auburn, West Virginia, Alabama, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Missouri, Texas Tech, LSU, TCU, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Baylor, Texas, Tennessee, Florida, Kansas State, Kansas, Kentucky, and Ole Miss, Oklahoma State. The SEC Big 12 Challenge. 48 bucks, really? A little, little low. I mean, usually, like for games like this, nosebleeds are close to a hundred, right? I mean, it's ten games and there's five cheaper, but still. Hmm. I mean, at West Virginia, not surprising. Number two, think about that. Number two, Alabama is going to Oklahoma. You can get into that game for eighteen bucks. What if it was at Alabama though? Yeah, it'd be much more. Yeah. You can go watch LSU Texas Tech for two dollars. They're paying me, right? <laughs> Alabama's arena. 
one of my favorite in the conference. You've never been. Uh, I it's like, a dump. I like watching the games on TV there. Some ga- sometimes you just don't like watching games. In you should rank arenas. camera angles in the SEC. Sorry, oh, put that yeah. on your list. That'd be a great blog post. <laughs> Alabama's is up him. there. They're getting a new gym, though, and they're just going to copy and paste the gym from Ole Miss and just uh-huh. put it in Tuscaloosa, essentially. Okay. It's going to be pretty sad. Very sad. I wonder if we'll ever get a new gym and where they'd put it. Build it on the other side of the river? No. <clears throat> Let's make it harder for students to get to. We're having trouble with people showing up now. I'm just saying, like, eventually they're going to have to either tear it down or build a new one. One day. I guess you could just, like, do a complete overhaul. Let's downsize. Let's go to about 12,000. Let's make it as Not loud 12. as Not 12. Come on. 15. 15, 16, yeah. Which still kind of kind of stinks. Is there a place we can even play for a season if they wanted to build it on the same site? Uh, no, Coliseum? Right. I mean, that's, oh, that was it's rainy. awful. I'm not saying it looked good. I'm saying if we had to build a new arena. They should have done it when Stokely was still viable. Asbestos couldn't do it. Uh, that's why they had to move out of there anyway. I see. Yeah. Asbestos. It'll get you. No yeah, good. That's true. Dude, that, that whole ceiling is just sprayed with it. It's oh, awful. Yeah. It's bad. That's why they couldn't tear it down for so long. They were like, what do we do? Once this thing collapses, it's going to be asbestos everywhere. So they had to do it like in a weird way to mm. keep the... Uh, that dust down. Yeah. Jeez. All right. We'll make our picks. Tennessee, Texas. I mean, Tennessee's been playing well. I think uh I think the defense will hang in there. I think I expect a really, really close game. I'm gonna go Tennessee seventy eight. Oh wow. Texas seventy two. Hmm. Okay. I'll go. Sure, Brett, go. Uh, I'm going to go Tennessee 71, Texas 67. Six-point game, a four-point game. Hickman? I'm going to go Iowa State 85, (laughs) Missouri 74. And I'm going to go Tennessee 78, (laughs) Texas 70. Both of you have us at 78? It, it screams 70s for me for some reason. You're a big fan of 70s. 74 Okay. Ten points in the net. A big home win. Everybody goes home happy. All right. Unless you're a Texas fan. Then you're not going to be very happy, and I don't give a damn. Leading score tomorrow. Hmm. I'm going Sakai. The kid you hate. Don't hate the kid. Really ironic. I think he gets hot from three. We need somebody to get hot. I don't even know who to even think. Could be Josiah. He had a really good game against him last year, even though he missed that last shot. I'd love to say Phillips. Gosh. Depends on who guards him. Texas not the best on. It could could be Phillips. How are they in the post? Are they big in the post? I think they're. I think that Allen kid's pretty, pretty big. They don't have a lot of depth there. I don't think. I think they like to play small more than anything. Which might help us. It won't be Cumwall. The game's too big. <laughs> I just feel like they play small to score, you know, eighty over eighty a game. Uh, this is six nine. That's the Vanderbilt transfer. Christian Bishop six seven. Dylan Mitchell six eight. I mean, that's the biggest guys they got. Could it be Plavsic again? 
You just feed the big man. Could be Adu. Old school basketball. They draw the defense out. Adu just pops a couple threes. Huh? Huh? Vescovy bomb starts just hit six threes. What, what happened in this game last year? Uh, I wanted to bash my skull into a brick <laughs> yes, wall. That's what happened. We, we know. Last we, year. we know. I changed my mind. Zakai's not the leading scorer. They're too guard heavy. Uh, okay. Give me, give me Joe. Joe, really? Is he allowed to do that? What about Phillips? He is kind of do one. Who? Phillips or Joe? Phillips. He just said Phillips. Let's see. Last year, leading scorer for Tennessee was Zakai Ziegler with twelve. Josiah Jordan James had eleven. Let's see. Kennedy Chandler had eight. Vescovy only had three. Okay. Plavzic, four. Kumwa, nine. In case you're wondering, on the season, Vescovy is your leading scorer, 12.2. Zakai, 10.7. Kamwa, 10.3. Phillips, 10. Josiah Jordan-James, 9.8. Tyreek Key, 8.9. Plavzic, 6.2. Adu, 5.3. I'm going to go with Vescovy. 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 <laughs> Vescovy. I'll go old school. Okay. We'll throw it back with the uniforms. V- v- Vescovy is back. Oh, we're throwing it back all Light, the way to the to the, the original up. name. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. There you go. It's not a bad pick. Hits a couple big threes down the stretch. Vols win a big one. Ingles uh, Bengals Super Bowl. Can we get the flare back from Vescovy? Yeah, I the Chiefs for We've had day, that. It's been there a little be, bit. Uh, I'll go 49ers Bengals. Niners Chiefs rematch from 2018, right. 2019, whatever year that was. The blitz is next. Have a great weekend, everyone. Mm-hmm.